right, guys. Welcome back to the Gratitude and Grit podcast. Special episode, a new episode for you. A solo episode. This is Nick, and I'm going to be taking this one on on my own. I uh, listened to a podcast, uh, someone that I follow and listen to last week. His name is Craig Groeschel, and he's a leader and an influencer uh, in, in different arenas. And I listened to a podcast of his and it was talking about our current situation where we're at home. And uh, he just had a lot of simple but uh, practical lessons and to-dos uh, and tips for us right now while we're here at home. And uh, I just wanted to pass that along to you and maybe distill it and, and talk more on the on lines of CrossFit. His podcast was more towards gears, geared towards leaders. And I know we all are leaders, uh, whether we're leading your family at home or business leaders or business owners, but I thought I'd just put my own spin on this. So if you've listened to his podcast and you've already heard some of these, he probably says it way better. Uh, but I did just want to put our own spin on it. So, uh, I don't know what to really call this other than maybe tips for, uh, just from working, uh, and being at home and just how to, how to make the most of your days and your weeks while we're here, uh, at home during the coronavirus of 2020. So a couple tips that I wanted to go through. The first one, um, is going to bed on time, uh, whatever time you normally go to bed, you know, normal would be six weeks ago or two months ago. Uh, I'd encourage you to try to keep on that routine, right? Keep the kids on that routine. If you have kids, uh, we, we, we thrive out of routine, uh, and our bodies need obviously rest, uh, and the appropriate rest. So, you know, the, the kids are going to be on their normal bed routine. I would encourage you to not, you know, hop on Netflix or, or, or pull out your phone and start scrolling again. Uh, but, but go to bed at a normal time. Uh, that way you can get rested and, and be as productive as you can the next, uh, the next day. And, and with that, I'd add, get up at a normal time, wake up at a time where you would normally wake up. Or if you now have extra time in the morning, because you're not either commuting to your job, or you're not having to get the kids ready and off to school or on the bus. If you have extra time in the morning uh, now, I'd encourage you to make the most out of that time. Um, you know, we could probably talk about a whole podcast about what you can do to fill that time. And I know we've talked about our morning routines on on this podcast quite a bit, but I, I would really encourage you to to make the most use of that time, especially if you have kids. Uh, and especially if those kids aren't awake yet, if you have an opportunity to get seven or eight hours of sleep and still wake up before your children get ready and, and use that time to your advantage, boy, wow, that's like, what a gift that's free time, you know, and, and you may not feel like a morning person or you may not identify and say, Oh, I'm never a morning person. I just always want to sleep in and that's fine. But, but man, you've been given a gift now where, where you might have the opportunity to have 15 minutes even, or maybe it's 30 minutes, or maybe you have an hour, an extra hour in the mornings, uh, or you have the opportunity to do that. You got to set the alarm and get up. So I'd say my first tip, uh, you know, or encouragement for you is to, if you're not yet, start going to bed on time uh, and start waking up at an appropriate hour. You know, we need seven or eight hours of sleep. There's no need to lay in bed for 10 or 12 hours if, if you're doing that. So 
second tip or encouragement uh, that I'd have for you is to uh, get dressed like you would a normal day, whatever that means for you. If you wear a three-piece suit to work, I'd encourage you to put on your three-piece suit. No, I'm kidding. Don't You don't have to put on a three-piece suit, but uh, get dressed. If you have a job to go to, put some clothes on that, that you feel like you're getting ready for work. Uh, it, it signals to your brain that you are entering a different zone, that you're, that you're moving out of, you know, bed and pajamas and wake up and you're and you're getting ready for your day so i'd encourage you to do that you know moms and dads if, if you're not working right now still get ready for the day you know pajama day is awesome every once in a while uh, i'd encourage you to do that with you know on days that you you're planning on not working or, or a morning that you're not working but if you are leading your family in, in any capacity i'd, I'd say you want to get up and, and just get dressed get ready Shave. I know maybe we're not all cutting our hair or good getting our hair cut right now, but do your hair as best you can. Shave, brush your teeth, get ready for the day. Um, again, it just it signals to your brain that that you're ready for your day, that you're in charge of your day, and, and that you can go and and be productive. So I'd say that's really just kind of get, gets you in the in the mindset of uh, of being productive for the day. So. Uh, the, the next one is obviously coming from me and coming out of a CrossFit gym. I'd encourage you to exercise every day. Uh, I think you have the time to focus on your fitness every day. Now, it's going to look different for different people on different days. And you may not have an hour's worth of free time because the kids are crawling all over you. And I understand that. Um, but you, you might have 10 minutes or you might have five minutes or you might include the kids and you know, and do burpees for five minutes. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, smile and do burpees for five minutes or um, take a break from work and, and sit in the bottom of an air squat for five minutes or during a Zoom call that you're on for work, you know, turn your, uh, turn the recorder off, obviously, so they can't see you and start stretching, stand up to your desk or kneel down into a lunge and uh, stretch out your hips and your back and twist and rotate and stretch your arms over your head. And then obviously working out, right? I mean, you would expect me to say, I want you to work out every day, but uh, I truly think you have the time to do it. Again, it might not be at the same time of day that you, you would normally work out. If you come in the afternoons and the evenings, you might not have that time anymore. The kids are home, they're demanding, you have other th responsibilities to do work meetings or at different times now. But going back to my previous point, maybe you've got that 20 or 30 minutes in the morning before the kids wake up and, and before your spouse wakes up, make the most of that time. Uh, I, I truly believe that, that everybody listening to this podcast can find and create more so create than find, but create the time in your day to prioritize exercise and to prioritize fitness, right? It doesn't have to be the most intense workout. You know, intensity is hard to come by when, when you're by yourself or when we're at home with minimal equipment, but you do have the capacity to, to still be focused on your fitness and in one way or shape or form. So say so that'd be my next tip is to every day plan it out. How are you going to focus on your exercise and your fitness? Make a checklist out of it too. Uh, we've recently put out a checklist coming out in the daily briefs and it's on the website where uh, I've just put in some tips there uh, where it's stretching and squatting and uh, getting the work out of the day, but create a checklist for yourself, something where you can, you know, accomplish 
some sort of exercise, some sort of fitness every single day. So the next tip uh, that I have for you would be to, to set three goals each day. Uh, and I would say set three priorities each day. What are the top priorities? What are the things that need to get done? And, and I would encourage you to probably try to do those first, or at least make sure that you have dedicated time scheduled out for those. I'm most productive uh, in the early mornings. Shocking, right? I wake up really early to coach classes normally, but my brain is ready to go early. So part of my evening routine or part of my, part of my weekly routine is that I set up uh, priorities for each week and then uh, I try to set them up for each day and I try to do that either the day before. So you know, today or this afternoon, when I get done with my day, I might just jot down real quick the three priorities that I need to get done tomorrow. And those might be simple tasks. They might be a conversation that I need to have. It might be an email that I need to create or respond to somebody. Uh, it might be a project that I'm working on for me. I'm trying to uh, update the website right now. And that's a big project. Uh, if I don't do that, work on it for 20, 30 minutes or an hour right away in the morning, there's a good chance it won't get done. I'll get distracted. Uh, and I'll just put other things, other more urgent or uh, easier tasks to do. I'll, I'll wait uh, and put the, the important things on the back burner when I really should be doing them because I'll, I'll prioritize the easy things first. So I'd encourage you every day, whether you do it the day before or the, right away in the morning when you have that extra five minutes, just set three goals for the day and, and do them as soon as you can or do them in the right time. Um, you know, and again, parents, that might be something with the kids that might be your, one of your priorities for the day to have some activity planned out for the children. And that's fantastic. Set those goals, uh, their, their tasks and then, and then, and then do them, you know, I think it's admirable. So, um, a couple more here. Uh, I've got what, two or three more that I just wanted to hit on real quick. And I think that this one's probably, uh, you've probably been doing it. We've been kind of at home now for about three weeks by the time that we're publishing this podcast. Um, you know, you might be listening to this at a different time, but uh, one other tip I'd say is t if you are working from home uh, and you haven't yet, uh, I would encourage you to just dedicate a workspace somewhere that you would say that this is where you work as opposed to pulling up the laptop and sitting on the couch. Uh, for me, the couch is rest and relax and have conversations. The couch is not a place where my brain clicks into gear and says, hey, I need to do work. I need to think about creating or emailing or, or following up with people. Um, you know, and then your workspace could be opening your laptop and, and setting it at a countertop. It could be sitting at the kitchen table. Or obviously, if you're lucky, you've got a, a desk set up at home with a door that you can close and, and lock the kids out or something. But, uh, you know, if you don't have that space dedicated as workspace, uh, I would encourage you to do that. I, again, I think that just kind of getting in the mindset of getting in a different zone. And if you're in a work mentality, I'd put your physical, I'd put you, put you in a physical space that, that tells you that you're working uh, and not necessarily, oh, I'm going to lay down in bed or I'm going to lay on the couch or I'll just move around the house with my laptop because I can. I, I don't think that will serve you well. You know, parents, obviously, I think this is important for kids as well. You know, the kids, you know, you've got to put them at a table somewhere so they can do their schoolwork. But 
you know, um, make a routine and a ritual of it then that, that you're going to be getting set up for schoolwork and there's no toys or games and those all go, go away and you're not eating at the same time that as you're working or doing schoolwork, you know, so designate that space, even if that space does change a little bit throughout the day. Um, Speaking of working and, and, you know, doing schoolwork and, and parents know this for sure, but you need to take a break and your kids need to take a break and you've got to take a break mentally from the routine that, that you're in or the lack of routine that you're in. Um, and just take some fit. I'd say take a physical break and a mental break. I think when you take a physical break, that will lend your brain to uh, kind of refresh and take a break itself. And, and what I mean like that is, if you're working at your desk for an hour, I, I don't want you to stand up and grab your phone and start scrolling through social media. I wouldn't consider that a break. Your brain is still on. You're thinking or you're scrolling and you're trying to like numb your brain down and, and change you know, thought patterns based on you've been working for an hour and now you're trying to not work and, and think about social media and things like that. Take a physical break, meaning move your body and that will help your brain reset. It doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It could literally be going into another room, going to the basement, going upstairs, whatever, going to the bedroom, stretching for five minutes, doing yoga for five minutes, uh, turning on one song, a, a song that you like, a meditative song or just a good song and sitting quietly and listening to that song. Uh, but, but put your body in a different position that it's been in if you're sitting down and working specifically, right? I'm a big fan of just going outside. Obviously the sun has been shining for us recently. And even though if it's warm or cold, go outside, you don't have to do anything and don't take your phone with you, but go for a walk five minutes. Uh, maybe it's, a, maybe you have 20 minutes and you, you can take the kids and, or you can take your spouse and go for a 20 minute walk. Uh, I would definitely encourage that. That's going to help you reset your brain and, and focus in on the next task, uh, better than just taking a break, laying on the couch and, and again, scrolling through social media. Cause that's, it, it's so easy to do or turn on Netflix or whatever you got. So, uh, w one more tip, I think I'll, I'll just call it good at this one, um, would be, you know, a lot, a lot of these things I've talked about, um, you know, to, to exercise and, and do exercise each day and try to check that off and set three goals each day. Um, you know, we're talking a lot, a lot about to-do lists and things that you're trying to accomplish throughout the day. And I'm a big to-do list type of guy. I mean, I live and die by a planner and I love checking things off that have been accomplished. I, I think what's equally important and then something that we've been doing in our house is to also have an accomplished list. So not only am I checking things off of a to-do list, but I'm actually on a separate sheet of paper uh, or it could be digitally, however you want to do it, but create a list and then write down things that you accomplish throughout your day. Uh, it, it's pretty empowering, actually, when you can go back over the course of a day or the course of a week or, or a month and, and look at the things that you've accomplished. Uh, times like these, it feels like Groundhog Day, right? We're, we're not even sure what day of the week it is because every day is kind of similar. Um, and we kind of we can get lost in the monotony of that. And we can look back over the course of a day or over the course of a week and say, man, well, I don't even remember what I did. I don't know. Did I accomplish anything? 
sure, I, I sent some emails and I had a couple of Zoom meetings, but what did I actually accomplish? Uh, I think it's a great practice and a great exercise. Again, it doesn't need to be something that you do continuously, but write down the things that you accomplish and then look back at those. Um, one thing that we've been doing in our house is we've had some bigger items, you know, some bigger projects that we've been uh, either putting off or that we say, hey, we're going to use this time to get these projects done. We're painting um, dressers, for example. That has been on a to-do list to finish that project. Well, it got moved over to the accomplished side of the list or um, set up a crib. You know, um, my wife is expecting our first child and we obviously need to get a nursery ready. So part of the to-do list was set up the crib. Well, guess what? When we did that, we rewrote that over on the accomplished side. And some things weren't on the to-do list that got accomplished. Um, we did a puzzle together. And that's not something that's earth shattering, right? Or it's super productive, but it was an accomplishment. And we wrote it on that accomplished side of the list and it felt good. So it's a simple little trick that'll help you just kind of reflect back, uh, have some memories, have some discussion points with who, whoever's in your house. I think this is age appropriate as well uh, for children. Say, hey, what did, what did you do today? What, um, you know, what tasks or what things did you learn? And uh, the kids can have a sense of accomplishment by writing those down uh, on their own accomplished list. So, so that's my list, guys. Just wanted to um, sit down. I've been thinking about those. Uh, and again, majority of those just came from another, another podcast that I listened to, um, Craig Groeschel. If you're interested in him, I'd definitely recommend, or if you're interested in leadership, uh, I'd recommend uh, listening to his podcast. He probably said a lot of the similar stuff that I did, but I felt it would be helpful for you, helpful for our community, uh, and obviously time appropriate, the, the time and the space that we're in, in this uh, at-home time of our life. So hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon.